0: Welcome to the Scrum.org Community Podcast, a podcast from the home of Scrum. In this podcast, we feature professional Scrum trainers and other Scrum practitioners sharing their stories and experiences to help
1: learn from the experience of others. We hope you enjoy this episode.
0: Hello, and welcome to the Scrum.org Community Podcast. I'm your host, Dave West, CEO here at Scrum.org. Today's a pretty great podcast, I have to say. I've got a fantastic guest, and it's about a topic that I think that everybody is thinking about, worrying about, and is concerned about. So today's podcast, we're talking we're talking to Marjolan um, Pallon, um, an Agile Coast and Scrum Master from the Netherlands, about how she employed Scrum to empower the team she was working with to fight climate change. Climate change, I know, a big topic. I actually was introduced um, to Marilyn via um, one of our pe- uh, professional Scrum trainers. Uh, and he said, oh, gosh, this is a really interesting topic. You can give some amplification to it at scrum.org. And we got talking via email and the like. And we actually produced a blog together that was that actually made me sort of step back from some of the things we were doing at scrum.org and actually ask some questions. Which, um, which is always good, hey? I'm not necessarily sure we got the right answers, but we're still working on that, but at least it made me think. So um, welcome to the podcast, Mary
1: Thank you very much, Dave.
0: And it's great to have you, you here. Um, okay, so before we jump into this absolutely huge topic of climate change and how we can as scrum teams and as agile professionals make an impact, Uh, every day. Um, Tell me a little bit about yourself, where you're speaking to us from.
1: Yeah, so thank you very much for having me on this podcast. Uh, My name is Marjolein Pilon. I'm a Scrum Master from the Netherlands. I live here in the center of the country in a small village with my husband and my two children. Uh, My son is five and my daughter, she just turned four. So yeah, really having fun with our small family. I've been a scrum master for about five years now, um, working mainly in the financial industry. And before that, I have been a business analyst, business engineer in the scrum teams as well. And even before that, I was an account manager in IT. And maybe a fun fact, I studied um, cultures and languages of Africa. So that was something like completely different, but then... (laughs)
0: Wow, that is a different IT. one. And then, yes, and then, like <laughs> like so many of us, uh, we yes. end up in this in this in this world, which is interesting. Mm-hmm. Uh, and yes, I have a, I have a, a seven and a ten year old, so I know um, I I can appreciate the the small family vibe mm-hmm. at the moment and the chaos and fun that 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 creates. Absolutely. Um, so, um, so climate change is going to be so easy compared to that. I, I get it. Oh. So, um <laughs> Okay, so before we get into the details of exactly how you employed Scrum to encourage people to think about the climate, mm. can you tell me why you even started on this journey at all?
1: Yeah, well, I must say that climate change have, has been bothering me for the past, like, several years. And I I did some things we put like solar panels on our roof and, and stuff like that. But I think that most things that I did, they felt so insignificant compared to the magnitude of climate change. And yeah, that frustrated me. And I was just like, oh what can I do? But it was also really coming from a place of fear. I don't know if you recognize that, but and I think many people have that, that you it's just so big and it's just like also fearful for most people. And then I really had to work through that for myself. And it made me realize that when I come from a place of opportunity instead of fear that I can do so much more. And that opened up like a creative energy or something. Yeah, so, and then I realized, why don't we in our scrum teams do something about this? And I started this conversation at work and people really liked the idea. And I read something on the internet about seeing the planet as a stakeholder. I don't know if you know uh, Jutta Eckstein, she, she's G- German. She's also doing things with sustainability. And on her website, there was something about um, sustainability survey. And she also said something about, we should identify the planet as a stakeholder. And that really hit me. And I was like, yeah, that's what we are going to do. And then <laughs> I talked about it at work. And people were really like, wow, that's a great idea. So, and that made me think, maybe we can really do something with this. I started with a planet retrospective uh, with my team. And then we talked about, yeah, the sustainable engineering principles. And we didn't know anything about that and was really new to the team. And also really far, far away from our bad show, but it opened the discussion and it also opened a new paradigm. And then the team was like, yeah, we, we don't know so much about this, but we really need to do something against climate change. And if we, if we do something, we, we may um, reduce our footprint by maybe a 10%. That was their estimate at the time. And um, that is actually how it started.
0: Wow. That is, um, it, it is interesting. So from that place of fear and inaction, you felt sort of... Um, Uh, unable to make an impact right you'd done some Mm -hmm. stuff on your home and then you you, it you it then led you to well hang on a minute the art of the possible right that's what scrum Mm -hmm. is all about the art of the possible
1: but the fun thing is that i also had to do some inner work before i could actually bring it in the world you know i really had to go through my own fear myself before i could actually find that creative energy Mm.
0: That is, that, is, that is super interesting. And then when you found that creative energy, you shared it with the team. And I love the, the idea of the planet as a stakeholder. Mm-hmm. I think that's a really interesting concept. O- often in sprint reviews, we invite, <laughs> we try to invite some stakeholders, <laughs> but actually having a proxy for that, that very important stakeholder, which is the environment, the planet that your your product is being delivered into, can, can help challenge that review, that increment, the work that you're doing, and, and actually put you towards, you know, doing other things that you wouldn't necessarily have thought about. Mm-hmm. What was some... Um, When you when you took that to your boss, though, when you, you know, the team was excited. So I'm sure over bitter ball and beer Mm -hmm. you talked about, uh, you talked about (laughs) it with the team. And then you and then they were like, yeah, that's that's really cool. Let's let's look at these engineering principles. Let's Mm -hmm. start thinking about the planet as a stakeholder. What happened when you started talking to your boss or the or the other stakeholders to the to the team?
1: Well, interesting that you asked that. It was actually another team that I did the retrospective with. Um, They took it to our boss themselves. Ah. So they came with a few ideas and they wanted to decommission a test environment that they no longer used. And they set up a meeting with our IT lead themselves. And the IT lead, he really liked the idea and he also really liked the motivation. He hadn't never thought of that before in a sustainability way, but... Um, yeah, and he he gave the team the trust that they they can decommission this without any um, without any problems or with keeping everything going. Yeah, and they decommission it without any problems.
0: It it is. Um, it's funny you just slight aside talking about test environments. I I remember a, a client I was at many years ago. They had s- thousands of test environments all running all the time. Yeah. And somebody said, "Do we need all these? because it's much easier to add than to take away And that's true in computing in yeah. general hmm. you know in in software development, it's much easier to add new features to remove old features. yeah, so the amount of debt as it were, the amount of energy that's being being you know created uh, or being used, sorry, every time is 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 huge, so it, there, it's interesting yes. you started on that.
1: There is so much waste.
0: Yeah. And, and and obviously waste hasn't has many impacts. It obviously the environment is one of them, but it also has other positive it, the more less stuff around, the less stuff mm-hmm. goes wrong, the less stuff you have to deal with, the less stuff that is secure, is unsecure, the less stuff. So it being being conscious of Mother Nature and having her as a stakeholder yeah. also can potentially have impact on other things as well. Absolutely which is good. Okay, so so we did this um planet earth retrospective you identified these engineering principles you they took it to the boss great the boss mm-hmm. went yeah let's let's start doing that stuff then what happened when did you start sort of you brought this to another team right
1: yeah <clears throat> so i brought it to another team and then to another one and then outside of our department there were also teams who wanted to do this so i went th- through it to the whole bank, and um, um, then when I announced my leaving last March, April, then um, I asked on our, um, our Yammer, our intranet, I asked, um, would there be any Scrum Masters or any facilitators interested in uh, taking this over for me because I'm leaving? And then I hoped maybe five to 10 scrum masters would respond, but then there were over 100 scrum masters and facilitators who responded. <laughs> so that um, uh, made my last month at the bank quite busy because um, I did uh, uh, quite some workshops for, for scrum masters and other facilitators, how to run this workshop. So then they continued at work uh, when I left. And that was really cool, because they also all have like two to three teams, and they were all taking this to their teams as well, so I think really a movement started there
0: I mean, building that community, empowering them to to at least think about this stuff, to talk yeah. about this stuff, to feel like they can make a difference. Mm-hmm. It's the first step to change, right?:
1: Yes, exactly. so what I really did in these workshops was to to make the teams and the scr- to make them aware of their climate impact, because it really, it always starts with awareness, right? Mm. And then point them into the direction of sustainable options and then help them define the first steps, like what you would do in a regular retrospective. Just define the first actionable steps that you can take on in the coming sprint. Mm. So make it small, like small steps. I mean, the- <laughs> climate change is so big that it is sometimes people just don't know what to do because it's so big, it ma- makes makes them feel powerless, you know. But when you break it in small chunks and you see what, what is the first thing that we can do? What is the first do we have idle service running? Maybe we can switch some something off. It's already good for the climate, you know, and yeah, maybe we can start measuring uh, our footprint. Uh, if you run in the cloud. It's, it, it may be quite easy to um, uh, to start measuring. Well, things like that.
0: Yeah, I, I think that the, the you know the the message that I got from you know working with you on the blog, and you know the the the, the discussions that we've had, is really that it doesn't have to be big. No. It it can be incredibly small. For it, something as small as, "Hey, you know, we ran that workshop and we threw away all that paper at the end. Mm-hmm. Why did anybody make sure it went to the recycle thing? You know, <laughs> or I know that sounds silly, but in 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 our office, that actually, we have these um trainer face to faces where if you get thirty trainers in the room, you use more post-it notes and those big sticky post-it, know. you know, the ones that filled the wall." And you can imagine I literally, you know, it's like it's like Christmas in our office, the amount of paper (laughs) that's there, you know, and uh, just one very simple thing was we have we have a recycle thing and we have a normal trash thing. And but the recycle thing is miles away. It's like the other side of the car park and you have to walk. And if it's raining, you know, it's so easy to put it into the other and just making sure that somebody puts it in the thing. I know that sounds silly and little, but it's but a it's important. Thing. It makes yes. a difference.
1: Yes, it and
0: does. And it 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 really really does. So that I think those I think that was an interesting thing. I also think the other thing that we took from it was that we've tried a couple of times and and um, is this retrospective you having an element in your retrospective that brings up you know, that stakeholder that is the planet, that is Mother Nature, you yes. just saying, hey, so anything we can do, you know, and, and that's led to some really interesting sc- uh, discussions about we do these face-to-faces all over the world and offsetting our, our flying, yes. you know, having a carbon offset, buying trees, love buying trees, that's one of my favorite things to do, um, because who doesn't like trees? Um, you know, those those sort of things are, are, are stuff. Only working with suppliers that have something on their website that explicitly says, you know, little things that we just, you know, slowly, slowly, as they say. Yeah, small steps. Small steps. So, all right. So now, so we've run, you've now got this com- active community in the bank. Um, doing, driving this agenda, using the workshop that you, you, try, you built and, and evolved uh, from that first team. What, what, what's next?
1: Yeah, great question. I don't know yet. <laughs> um, what, is, what is next for me personally? What is next for the teams? Uh, it's two different things, of course. But I really believe that we should build a community of agile teams that are dedicated to reduce their carbon footprint and that are dedicated to find ways to enable life to thrive on this planet because isn't that what we really want to enable life to thrive i mean that is something that is in danger now but we still have a choice yeah so what I envision is that we build a community of agile teams that really are committed to enable life to thrive and to reduce their carbon footprint. In order to do that, I, I'm I'm in. The, 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 <laughs> awesome! So that, <laughs> so that makes that, two of us. Good, <laughs> that makes
0: two of us. So, um, of course, yeah, it's a good place to begin. The um, the the what about the cynics?
1: Yeah, what about a cynics?
0: You know, you, still... you go to those. I mean, I don't think there's cynics that believe that the climate isn't changing. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think there's cynics that believe that their effort is worth have an impact, you know, that they're like, Yeah, that's that's great, but you know, I I, I mean, obviously you do get some cynics around the actual issue but what about the cynics that are just like it's not that they can't be bothered they just think this isn't in their wheelhouse you know it's like i mean it's it's similar to the same cynics that when you said okay we're going to bring testers and developers together back in you know many years ago they were like no that won't ever work why would we do that that isn't how it you know can't we just it's not going to be very efficient wouldn't it be better if we constant you know that's not gonna that's not why we're being paid yeah, um, we're being paid to deliver, you know, finance features for the bank, for instance, in your in your mm-hmm. situ- in your previous situation.
1: Yeah, I would say to the cynics, just wait and see. I mean, it's not a problem if they stand on the sideline and just wait and see if it works. But let's work with the people who really do want this, that are really hopeful about their endeavors and that they can really make a change. Because when we are together, I mean, we benefit more from a thousand teams that do th- small things than one team that does something like imperfection. Mm. Um, but I would say to the cynics yeah, take small steps. And uh, in, in small steps taking, taken together, we will have a massive impact. Yeah. You won't see it immediately. Maybe you won't see it at all. You won't see at all what your, what your personal impact is. But this is about something that is bigger than ourselves, and if we believe in something that is bigger than ourselves, this is really powerful. And if we can believe and and uh, become hopeful about um, that we are able to make a better world together, yeah, who wouldn't want to join that?
0: Yeah, who wouldn't want to join that? I, I mean, it's very compelling. At the end of the day. I my perspective has always been that hope is a really powerful believing and hoping and and striving are really powerful motivators. And I think if you can if you can uncork that in a team or in an individual, if you can, you know, align some passion to this create this world of opportunity i think amazing things can happen i i also think that ultimately when i'm talking to cynics about not just about this but anything Mm -hmm. i tend to just paint a picture of a world where we're all contributing and where we've all got that and 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 say literally what you just said um marilyn uh, that the the that wouldn't you want this <laughs> isn't yeah, who this just who wouldn't want it those <laughs> yes. those famous words and then and then just get them just get them enthusiastic um obviously beer and bitterball helps as well but um, anyway, the...
1: and what i would also say is i i've been there myself as well you know i know this this feeling i know the feeling of, of cynicism that it's not going to work what we do but I think I wouldn't call myself particularly optimistic about like the state of affairs at the moment, but I would consider myself hopeful. And that is not the same thing. I mean, hope is something that, you, that makes you do the right thing regardless of the outcome.
0: Yeah, I was listening to a, a podcast um a much more popular podcast than this, uh, with Bill Gates. Um, Maybe that's why it's so popular, right? (laughs) (laughs) They have guests like Bill Gates on it. And he was talking about all the the science. And he was talking about the the science. He was talking about all the, what they've, you know, the temperature increase, the, you know, the the Himalayan melt, all this stuff. And, um, And the interviewer said, how do you stay so optimistic? And he said, because we can solve any problem if we put our minds to it yes humanity is amazing and all it just is just needs to be focused and everything goodness will happen and it's my job to try to focus some people and sprinkle some money into it to make that happen and I I was um it it made me smile a little bit because uh you know it is uh it's interesting, how his perspective, considering he has a lot more data than probably we have about the world and a, yeah. and a better understanding of it. Cool. So uh, final question. I know time's pressing and we could talk for days about this and about ideas about how you can connect teams, et cetera. If you had one or two things to say to somebody that's listening to this podcast about how they could start the fire, no pun intended. I know there's all sorts of analogies <laughs> there, but the start the to encourage this change in their own organization, to do what you did in the bank, mm-hmm. what would you say? What's the first or you know one or two things that they should start with?
1: I think getting started with a low hanging fruit, f- identify the low-hanging fruit in your team really already reduces some small amounts of CO2 emissions, which is really good and empowering because it makes people feel that they can have an impact. And I think what we really want is to make people feel they can actually do something. So I would say, start the conversation in your organization, start a conversation. You don't need to be a sustainability expert to start a conversation and to start, a planet retrospective and just um, create, create the awareness, awareness on what they can do um, and define the first steps and get started.
0: Just start. Yeah, the way you climb any mountain, the way you start any, any marathon is one step, right? And yes. you just got to get, get going. Well, thank you for spending this little bit of time with us today. I I really do appreciate it.
1: Thank you very much for having me.
0: (laughs) Of course, now I feel infinitely more guilty about the lack of progress that I'm making on this. So now I'm going to, I've I've just instantly, we have a team face-to-face in a few few weeks, and I'm now adding an agenda item in my head to that team face-to-face to run a little, planet retrospective with uh, with all the team and see what can come out of of that awesome um, uh so thanks for listening today um and thanks um uh, for maria Land, in an inspiring podcast um hopefully you all took away something from it i mean ultimately you know tackling, tackling climate change is not an easy problem to solve but we have an amazing community of agile professionals all throughout the world, solving many complex problems. This is just another one that they really can. And I think start small, remember your contribution is not irrelevant. Every little thing helps. Um, I think marie really taught us that small change has big impact and that Scrum is all about the art of the possible, which I, you know, I'm, super excited about um and thanks for listening today i hope you enjoyed today's podcast um this is the scrum.org community podcast i'm your host dave west if you did enjoy today then there's many other podcasts in our series um all about really empowering individuals to to change to change their world to change their situation to change their their mindset um thank you stay safe remember anything is is possible if you focus the right group of people on the right problem and give them the space to do it. Scrum on, everybody. Bye-bye.